Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Rick McAfee, producer and editor of this broadcast. I'm Jay Bratt. I'm a virtual reality YouTuber. I'm really impressed. Rip didn't mess up tonight. I know. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. I'm Adam Charles, the software developer who had way too many live streams to watch today and lots of <laughs> announcements to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been a busy day, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for those that are not aware, we are all sitting in VR presently. We're in one space. We're looking at each other. We're interacting. We're giving each other high fives. We're... I don't know what, what's that. Yeah, high five. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's Jay doing over there, but... Um, if you want to be uh, in on the action, see what's happening, we are live streaming at the moment, um, and we upload all of this to our YouTube channel uh, in parts and then as a full episode, so come check out the Full Dive Gaming Podcast YouTube channel to uh, see us in our lovely virtual faces. Uh, consider joining the Discord community if you want to know when the live streams are happening because those go private the moment they are done they are only for those that are most dedicated <laughs> i suppose um we will be running this podcast in only three sections today i know you all got used to four sections but we're, it, it, there's just so much news guys it's ridiculous but first we will have the usual q a that's from our dis community just what did i say a discord community that's community and that community <laughs> I can only make it so far, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the Q&A section from our Discord community and our Patreon communities. Amazing communities, those. Consider joining them. Second, we have a VR gaming news section, which is pretty much going to be the Facebook Connect news <laughs> section with like one or two extra news pieces. Uh, and for our last section, we will, as usual, have our discussion section. We've been asked by we like just like this past two weeks we have we had like two or three of our most like regular discord people finally get into vr they're like they've been listening to the podcast they're like all right i'm i've now got all the information i need i'm ready to hop in you know they got their oculus they got their index whatever it was they were getting and wow there are a lot of people in today's chat it is kicking in there hey guys um Anyway, so all these people, they're like, all right, I got my VR headset, but turns out I don't, like, I'm still missing a lot of, like, the little tips and tricks. How do I get into VR? You know, besides just, obviously, the headset. And we're, we're here. We're going to help you out with that. We're going to have a nice, good discussion section. Hopefully, this podcast doesn't take too long, but that's why we cut the gaming section. And I just played Stride, too. I was so excited to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I finally played Phantom Ops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, next the week, podcast. <laughs> the oh, week yeah. we were all ready. Okay. <laughs> Um, if you, uh, so, well, I, I'm ahead of myself. We're going into the Q&A now. If you want your question to be in the Q&A section, again, come over to our Discord. If you are like, how do I join the Discord? Because, you know, sometimes it's kind of confusing to find that stuff. We've got mm -hmm. a link in the show notes. We've got a link in the YouTube description. It, it, it should be pretty fun. Can't throw a stone without hitting, <laughs> without hitting our URL, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. Jay, you got the first Q&A question. Uh, I, got, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> Cosmic <laughs> VR asked, what genre of games do you want to see explored more in VR? Now, I, I, I'm super excited about this question, but I kind of want to go last. So can someone else can someone else answer this first? I want to I hear what everyone else thinks. Um, we'll go straight into it then. So one of the problems, and I'm sorry for 
Um, no, no worries. I was just thinking out loud. Go ahead. <laughs> he thinks <laughs> he out loud going, that is a verbal description of the gear starting to turn in red yeah. head, right? No, honestly, the, the thing that I've just been coming back to is that all the games that I love, I pick up and I play them and I love them, but there's never any sort of progression. And that's what I'm really wanting lately in some VR games. So I would love some more RPG games where it's an even multiplayer, even just a Pavlov where it felt like you're progressing to like weapon skins and things like that. I would love to see progression in games. And maybe that's not like a genre, but mm-hmm. that's definitely a feature I would love to see implemented more. Um, right. And the best way to see that is in RPGs, because in RPGs, you level up, you get new skills and abilities. Um, mm-hmm. That's the genre I would love to see developed on more. Mm-hmm. Would be nice. I, I'm going I'm <laughs> to kind of steal that and say yes, but expand it, because mine... Is definitely MMORPGs. I've been saying this before. <laughs> I don't think there's any good MMORPGs. Orbis VR. I'm sorry, Orbis VR devs, but you 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 got a lot to work on in your oh, game. Yeah. So much. You know, we we need we need a good MMORPG. I don't play a lot of MMORPGs on PC, but I feel like VR is the place for it to like really take off. And we don't have anything good. There's some good looking stuff though. Uh, Zenith Horizons, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was rip's idea just careening off a cliff there yeah. oh Mah- uh, uh rumbo said planet side 2 would be cool and yes i cannot imagine that running remotely well <laughs> but that would be pretty sick i have <laughs> no idea cool. what that is planet it's, side it's a it's a large scale think battlefield but instead of like uh uh, 64 players in a server it's thousands oh, and geez. it's a big world oh, oh, yeah so but it's the same principle of like you got you know pe- people can join platoons they can like f- duke it out with like tanks and all sorts of other aerial vehicles and it's it's a lot of fun right um basically Destiny, what's war yours, dust though? but in the future <laughs> yeah yeah war dust but way bigger and less junky uh, Destiny, <laughs> yeah, what's, your, sorry. what's your genre Ooh, I think for me, and yeah, this may be a little bit repetitive, but a little bit more horror, horror like especially yeah. for Oculus. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's so small. Like, there's very few <laughs> games, but I think in particular, co-op ones. Mm. Like, there's especially co-op. There's not a lot. Like a lot of them, or you know, uh, just like single player. So, mm-hmm. one that was, I don't know if I've ever played Friday the Thirteenth on PC, but something that's like that, where you can even change perspectives, where you can like e-co-op or you could be kind of against everyone so something like that would be really cool i think we're really missing that dead by yeah. daylight vr i was just about to say dead by daylight <laughs> vr yeah <laughs> no no i've always that game's so like competitive it's kind of like it, it's so not a horror game anymore it's more of just a <laughs> yeah it's, it's more of just an unbalanced <laughs> pvp game um, at this point one v4 well all my vr fans out there are gonna know exactly me i really want more wave shooters man like where are all the wave really? shooters? Like <laughs> no, survival? No. <laughs> okay, thank Just wave shooters. Okay, enemies after enemies until the end of time. Yeah, for those of you who don't play, that was that's all VR was. It felt like for the first yeah, year yeah, or two. Yeah, at first. I I'm still <laughs> looking for more. There's some, but I'm looking for more really intensely story driven games. Games that like are intriguing or mysterious. I just feel like like yeah, flat gaming has gotten decently good at that. 
And I'm just, I really want that in VR because I think part of the problem is just we don't have these long games yet that need to build that world. But I really want a game that just like gets me and like has a twist ending. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I didn't see that coming. I want some of that. Absolutely. I'm going right now, I'm going through God of War, Mm -hmm. the the newest, the newest one Um, uh, uh, on the PS4, obviously. Um, And man, like I, I teared up at like the beginning. I was like, we need more games like this. So I totally agree with you. That in VR would have just been even more impactful. They need to work on yeah. the facial animations because those yeah. are so cheap. <laughs> they just don't. Every they don't draw you VR. in. We, we, no, we, they we, don't. I think 2D games don't necessarily nail it as well as they could, but you don't notice it when it's on a 2D game where you're in. When you're in, you're looking at someone's face like this. You notice that the animation isn't like oh, real yeah. life. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. I, and there's nothing better, like you said, than crying in a VR headset, I would imagine. So I just, <laughs> just want a game that's going to make me ball inside the headset. And then your eyes will just be, like, salty for the rest of your play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, let, let's move on. Destiny, what, what's what's your question here? So up next, we have one from Nat Bratch. He asked, what new feature would it take for you to buy a new headset? So, okay. Technically, I don't think, well, obviously, this is definitely not a new feature but a feature that I am really kind of waiting for, and I was kind of talking about this earlier, is for like the index to go wireless. I know there's been talk mm-hmm. of it, but I I definitely obviously like want one. That's my next move. But I think if they were to come out tomorrow and be like, okay, here's the wireless version, it would just be that extra push. Like I just I couldn't wait anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that. that's everyone's biggest one. It'd be so nice to be untethered. And like right. significantly lighter, I suppose that would that would also yes. be pretty sweet. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, these things wireless. are comfortable. Usually, like usually, you're by the time it gets so uncomfortable that you have to take the headset off, you're kind of done with the game anyway. Um, yeah. So, and you know, Valve is definitely working on it. Valve is definitely mm-hmm. working on it. Uh, we talked a couple of podcasts ago again about this patent that Valve filed about basically this vr data sniper rifle that would just beam data and it was smart enough to like try and predict where you're going to be (laughs) and that's like an incredibly important step to going wireless but as with all things valve we probably won't get any news until it's already arriving on our doorsteps Mm -hmm. (laughs) right and if we have news of it now it'll come out in 10 years yeah. <laughs> or never half-life 3 or never Half-Life three confirmed. <laughs> so so adam i feel like you haven't been the biggest believer that wireless is anywhere close but you're saying to this question if wireless index came out right now you would buy one even though you already have the index that's your feature 100%. that works ah see 100 percent. however uh and we'll talk about this more later with all the facebook and quest stuff but vr is kind of going down two different paths right now you're either getting high fidelity tethered or accessible wireless um and there and there's not a whole lot of eventually those two things are going to come back together and that's what i'm hoping that you know what what we're calling the index wireless is going to be and that mm-hmm. is going to be a big enough upgrade for me to get but until that point i'm going high fidelity <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I might sacrifice some fidelity I, I mean i'm still on the rift s and it's been a while since i've used a higher fidelity quote headset that I've like kind of forgotten. <laughs> That's like <laughs> so. Um, I I might go for lower fidelity at this point to lose the strap. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet, though not with the way like the Oculus Quest. It. Like I don't want to get any worse than the Rift S. That's for certain. Right, right. It's got to be better than this, but maybe not index level. 
Okay, and, and you know that is what Vive back in the day did release a wireless add-on for their Vive headset. Mm -hmm. I remember that. But it was kind of janky. <laughs> like you had to plug this thing directly into your motherboard. Not like, not we're not talking like a uh, HDMI plug-in. Like actually in the pins on your motherboard and your graphics card in order to get this thing to work. So it was very not accessible. Mm -hmm. That was the uh, vibe yeah, one. Kind of pricey, right? That was the vibe. It was like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Although the TP cast for the Rift that did that, it like cut your field of view down and stuff. Like, oh, really? <laughs> none of those, none of those solutions apparently were very good at the time. <laughs> yeah. Or right. At least what we wanted. Well, there's just so much data that needs to be transmitted, and which is why these companies are scrambling trying to figure out how to do this. Like with the the Valve patents that they're trying to do, it's a hard problem. Like mm -hmm. from a programming standpoint. We're yeah. just waiting for the technology and, and the engineering to catch up to what we want to do. Before we move on, um, Mason, in the chat, he, he suggests, what about a backpack computer so you can have high fidelity with more mobility, but also more weight? Oh, it's uh, that, well, that's a thing. Chat. There's a yeah. really active uh, there. I believe Alienware literally makes a VR-ready backpack piece, like like purpose-built for VR. So, that does, is, it's like, so does HP. Yeah, yeah, yeah and wow. HP. They're so heavy. That, <laughs> as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine. And the heat, it'll it'll just feel like you have a <laughs> yeah, you, you have you, a personal <laughs> heater strap. You play that. it's it's what you play in the winter. You gotta play games where you're like this marine with a huge thing of ammo on your back, so it just feels real. Oh, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Adam, you got a last question? I do. So nonstop power from our Discord asks asks us. Do you guys think that there is anything out there that can hinder the growth of ER? And we've discussed this question in in parts here and there, mm -hmm. but I, I think that there's a couple different things, and everyone's trying to approach it in a different way. Uh, one is obviously accessibility is a big thing that can hinder it. Facebook's trying to answer that. Another is, you know, VR's kind of goofy. <laughs> can I just say that? VR's kind of seen yep. as like this as this techie sort of thing. And that honestly is going to be the biggest preventer of growth for VR for a while, in right. my opinion. But I'd love to Just hear for nerds right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely, I'm, I'm hearing the question kind of differently. It's like, like what factor would hinder it? Like what's going to stop it that's, that may not even be a factor now was kind of how I, so I was trying to think of it from like what could, what could come in and mess it up. And I think fracturing, which is like kind of what we've all been talking about, like yes. fracturing the industry by these people coming in trying to take a chunk of it and make their own ecosystem and not be inclusive of the others i feel like that could really hinder yeah. and i feel like we're already seeing that so that that freaks yeah. me out yeah, exclusivity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well you know it's it's good and bad it 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 obviously no one wants it's not good for the consumer necessarily but it does add competition so it's, it's a plus and minus but yeah, def definitely. Like what Steam VR has been doing has been so great for the industry. Um, but thank thanks to Facebook and their and what they're doing, they they've basically single handedly forced Steam to make a better VR dashboard. But for a while, the <laughs> VR dashboard for Steam was a little jank and didn't have a lot of options. <laughs> and then Oculus was like, "Well, look at ours. It's all pretty. It runs super smooth, and it's super easy to use." And People started complaining to Steam, like, hey, <laughs> what's going on here? And they they made an improvement. So, 
Yeah, yeah. That Nova makes a good point. Apple. Yeah, cough, cough, Apple. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was actually just yeah. about to happen. I have a feeling that there will be the great divide in VR somewhere in the next two uh, or three years. <laughs> oh, yeah, Where, I can feel it coming. Oh, yeah, like Oculus. There's already starting to be Oculus exclusives and things like that, but there will be a great divide somewhere soon. Where mm-hmm. it'll just be like, you know, parting parting the seas, all of the steam is over mm-hmm. here and all someone else is over here. And it'll right. you know, people are just going to have to live with it. It's going to suck at first. But it's just going to be like Sony and Microsoft now. You got PlayStation and PlayStation exclusive games and Xbox and Xbox exclusive games. And people just kind of live with it. It sucks with VR because the headsets are kind of pricey, right? But it's going <laughs> to happen. It's just going to happen. Right. Capitalism. Okay. I'm going to wrap up the Q&A section with that and get us into the news. But first, I just, I have this great urge to tell you all about this <laughs> wonderful thing. It is happens to be our sponsor, but, you know, that's just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, guys. This week's news segment is brought to you by Asterion. Does your VR headset still live in the packaging it came in? I know it does. You cannot fool me. I know so many people in the Discord still do it, and all of you who are out there listening to us, please get yourself a good VR stand. But we've got a favorite one to recommend you. Not just because they pay us too. No, this is legitimately <laughs> our favorite one, and they happen to pay us. <laughs> this is the Aura VR heads. I nearly said handstand. <laughs> the Aura VR headset. It's still not right. The Aura... I'm just... I've the, lost it. The Aura stand, VR stand. stand yes, we got yeah, it. Aura <laughs> VR stand. <laughs> Made by Asterion. This thing is super cool, guys. It is very sleek. It is very modern. It will fit in the tiniest places because it is a surprisingly small stand for VR. Like all the ones you see, at least the ones you used to see on Amazon, were just so bulky and you had to like click in the headset and they were all kind of proprietary. This one will literally work with every single VR headset, every one of them. What we have put them on a plethora, or we have put a plethora of VR devices on these stands they work perfectly with all of them and it looks great it looks great in your living room it looks great in your desk it looks great in your kitchen it looks great in your bathroom <laughs> i don't care get this thing it lo- <laughs> it's also got a usb little plug-in on the side just because they they you know they couldn't make this thing any better hey if you're thinking about pre-ordering one of those quest twos you can charge it right on the stand itself <laughs> yeah yeah so if you make guys <laughs> yeah if you guys want to pick up your own Aura VR headset, head on over to www.hysterianproducts.com and use the code FULLDIVE, F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E, to get $5 off your order, um, That is so long as it is $19.99 or more, which the Aura VR stand will be included for. That brings the Aura VR stand down to $20, which, right? Or is it $24.99? Yeah, $24.99, which we think is totally worth it. It totally really is. Is. like he said yeah. you can have it in your bathroom it looks great so if you're one of those feel who keeps a quest in your bathroom for those extra long <laughs> sit down sessions it'll be ready right there for you perfect oh i'll, I'll just take us from there straight into the news because we got a lot to cover yeah there's no saving that <laughs> so today a lot of you probably already know and caught uh. facebook connect that was their big online I can't I can't even describe this anymore because it used to be a convention. What do you call an online convention? An online meeting of lots of people uh, <laughs> announcing all of Facebook's Oculus news and stuff going on this year. We're going to focus this first one basically on Quest 2 news. So you already know we've been talking about the rumors, but it's finally confirmed. The Oculus Quest 2 is coming at 
$299 for the 64 gigabyte model. That's crazy cheap for a VR headset. That's all in one. And $400 if you want to get 256 gigabytes of space, which is also crazy because that's that's $400 was the old 64 gig. Now you're getting 256 right. for $400. Yep. What the heck? Jeez. There's there's so much to cover here, but we'll kind of break this up yeah. into some chunks. What do you guys think about price? What, is this, what does this change? Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll just do it point and point at a time. Uh, so last week we talked about, or I made... I, I personally remember making those points. I don't know what you guys were all talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> but Facebook, the Oculus Quest 2 was either going to be super cheap because they wanted to make it worse and just try and get it into the hands of everyone, or it was going to be pretty decent because they really wanted it to be in the hands of everyone. And I think we saw the second one come true. This is a good headset. This is a good headset. Um, it's better <laughs> than the Quest, and it's coming in at a cheaper price point. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, it is. They really want people on their system. And, you know, this is an incredible way to do it. $300? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's incredible. Like, I was trying to do the math on my rig. It's like, okay, to run VR with my index, it's like you need the index, which the full set is like $1,000. And then you got a PC, which is like $1,500. You're talking like a $2,500 entry point or you got $300. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. This this is this is the console of VR gaming where you don't need to buy, like build anything you don't need the tech know how you just buy this thing for little Timmy that's only ten years old and now he's ready for VR and uh, for the parents that are you know a little more frugal you have the three hundred dollar off that is literally the cheapest Xbox that that's the cheapest console right now is three hundred dollars and now you can get a console that has VR what <laughs> this is so cool. I'm sure I uh, leveled over or uh, clipped my mic there with how loud I got, but I'm so excited. No, you don't. Destiny, you've been the biggest Quest proponent and owner for a while. Does this does this throw you for a loop? Are you excited? What do you think? I mean, it's wow. Like I, I can't get over the price thing. Honestly, I thought they were going to go the first direction where it was lower price point, but not very good specs. So I mean, yeah, to see this, I'm pretty impressed. I'm pretty blown away. I mean, obviously, like, you know, owning a couple of quests, and I do enjoy mine. I definitely don't see myself, like, picking one up. Like I said, you know, my next step is going to be for an index. Mm-hmm. But for people who don't have a headset, yeah, I mean, that's... It's really this is the no-brainer. Price point, yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, but that I does think... suck for people and, and like who wanted to sell it. Yeah, and like you mentioned, like, the, the technical specs are better, but you can definitely tell that they've been cost-cutting in some ways. And you know, like uh, Just a Tree mentions our chat and mentioned in our chat, I can speak, I promise. Um, headband's <laughs> pretty trash, and we'll talk about that more in a minute. But they definitely made every single effort to get this as low a price as they possibly could. Yeah, yeah, that is the other side of it. There's definitely certain things that I wish were different, or I wish were improved with. The original quest that they didn't do anything different with this one i'm also not a fan of the color it reminds me of the go like so i mean the price point i will say is definitely the benefit the other things eh, mm-hmm. it, it still could use some tweaking well the resolution's pretty good so well, and they didn't make streaming easier right mm-hmm. like that's that's one of my biggest things with this but i guess with it being facebook they still only want you to stream 
with Facebook, right. so that'll probably never happen. Still messy. Well, the the leaks came out. We kind of talked about them, but basically everyone wondered, okay, we've seen a lot of the good. What is the bad? So Adam already touched on a little bit. It's got a crap strap. The head strap is basically the yeah. old Gear VR strap. It's a piece of junk. But wait! You can buy a better strap directly from Oculus. They had this thing ready. They had this thing ready to go and didn't put it on the thing. You can buy it from them. For 50 bucks, there's an elite strap. It's a hard style strap. It goes around the sides. It's not a halo, but everyone who's tested it says it's amazing. It replaces the strap. It's hard. It goes this big circle around the back of your head to make it really comfy. 50 bucks, it fixes that. Doesn't change the crappy audio that's there. Or if you really want to go big, $129 will buy you this strap with a battery pack built into it to make your Quest stay charged even longer. And it moves your USB-C port from the side to the back of it on that strap, which makes a lot more sense Mm -hmm. for running it to your PC as well. So there's also a bigger battery pack but they said that's basically just to make up for the stronger visuals and stuff. They don't anticipate any more battery life. That's just to hold it to the two to three hours. Uh, right. And then what? there was one other thing. It went to an LCD panel, which is kind of a downgrade considering how you feel about it. OLED, you get better blacks, but hey, it's LCD. And you don't have a fully adjustable IPD anymore. You have three clicks, which go between uh, 58 63 and 68 IPD, and then you have to use the software part the rest of the way to get your exact one if you don't land in one of those. So, those are the trade-offs. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're, like, used to the Rift S, you just, you hear any amount of manual adjustment, yep. you're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, finally, something. Rift goal is only digital. Yeah. yeah wow. Only mm-hmm. software. Which is okay if you're in the range, but if you're out of it. So, so then... What do you think? Do any of these cons really sound like deal breakers to anybody? I feel like that's I mean, a pretty hefty price tag for that bonus stuff. Yeah, yeah. 129 is a lot. 40, 50 bucks for a better strap. Yeah. It's I almost mean, half the cost of another whole headset. Yeah, the 130, yeah. For that, but that comes with the battery yeah. pack and everything. But yeah, that is I Still. I know they wanted to be under 300, but I feel like this elite strap, everyone's saying it's basically a necessity. Why didn't they just put this on it to start and make it 349 or 325 or something? Because they wanted to get the sub 300 headset. Is it I mean, that, that, that is really it's actually 350. Is it that big of a change, like for that 50 bucks? Do you think that would change somebody's mind on buying this? Because even at $400. For yes. Yeah. 100% for us, yes. no. For parents, absolutely. Yes, yeah. I, I, I question that. Is the magic? No, 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 no. Three hundred is the magical price point where it's a hefty purchase, but it's doable for something like a birthday and Christmas. If it's over three hundred, it puts it out of that range. Mm-hmm. Three hundred is really the magical price point. See, this right, is this is a like developer two. talking though. I mean, fifty bucks in my family was like the limit. So I don't, I have no idea what this means to hear three hundred is like. Because to me, if I'm spending three hundred bucks, it's like, well, what's three fifty? I'm already spending a ton of money. So it's well, it's no, no, interesting no, no. to hear that. It's like a console range, you know? It's like yeah, picking up a console, exactly. and, and that is exactly what they're going for because that's what they're selling. This is this is an all-in-one console. You get this, you put it on. It is your console. Yep. So that's yeah. what they're going for. Mm-hmm. I agree with and Adam so, on this one. Yeah, yeah, but but the battery pack is sort of odd. The battery pack idea is an awesome idea. Of course, you want like longer play sessions. Moving the USB-C to the back on a battery pack is weird. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> if you're trying okay. to connect to your computer from the back of your headset, which is the best place for it in the USB, um, but if you're wearing a battery pack, 
do you have to be when you're plugged into the computer is it still battery operated or is it charging it while you're plugged into your computer mine doesn't i thought it was charging it but then remember not too long ago um i realized my headset had died and it had been plugged into the pc for a while so apparently it wasn't charging yeah, okay, never mind. In fact, it. this might be the best option. So I, have, <laughs> I completely resend my you know, save criticism that I was about to deliver. It's called a 180. Okay, it happens. <laughs> I, I, it drives me crazy with the strap because I just feel like that was the biggest complaint everyone had, and that was the one thing mm -hmm. I thought they would fix, and they made it even worse. But <laughs> then it makes sense because they're like, "Hey, buy our accessory instead." So I get it. Right. There's uh, cheaper mods out there. I don't know. Uh, 50 bucks. I feel like that's kind of middle of the road. There is, there's like those cheap pads, but I don't know that they make the difference really. I feel like, cause yeah. I got a, I have a deluxe audio strap of mine. That was a hundred bucks for that. So I feel like mm -hmm. 50 for a strap that seems about right to me. Cause it doesn't give you headphones or anything. It's just the strap. Yep. That so, feels yeah. right. Yeah. That, that still yep. could hurt. Uh, I, I mean, I would easily, if, if I was getting an Oculus headset right now, I'd probably get this. I'd probably get, Okay. So let's say you want the nicest version. Right now, that's $400 for the upgraded version. That's 256 gigabytes. It's really frustrating to re-download games. I, I would jump for that. Huh. Then let's say you want the best version of this too. So now you're at $530, not including tax, depending on what state you're in. So for me, that's like, that's like getting close to $600 now right. for yep. the biggest, best Oculus Quest 2. You see, and that's exactly why they did it, though. That's for the tech enthusiasts. Right. And so you you're, you have the base user that's coming in at a $300 price point, and then it's like, I want the newest Quest with all the best features, and you're coming in at $600 double that. And that's exactly why they had these be add-on options, so that they could get the base of it super low. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're basically, they're not exactly s saying it, but they're selling to two different markets here. They're the the tech enthusiast with all the add-ons and gizmos at a $600 price point and the entry-level VR user at a $300 one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even. Facebook, I don't think they don't know what they're doing, but one other thing we should definitely talk about, they're kind of breaking, like, the rules. They're going into the console here, but they're breaking, like, all the rules of the console. This would be, like, if the PS5 came out this year and a year later they said, we're going to make a PS6... It's going to be cheaper than the PS5. It's going to be way better. We're not going to cut the price of the PS5. We're just going to stop selling it. So this has been alienating some people. Some people are already on Reddit. Like, I bought my Quest six weeks ago. I can't return it. And now there's a better one for way less money. Right. This is definitely a, a typical Facebook move. I'm not surprised at all. But it's a strange move for the gaming scene because usually you go through a life of a product. It gets cheaper. It gets cheaper. And then a new one comes out at full price again. They're totally skipping that making a newer, cheaper one that looks better from pretty much every angle. And it's like, whoa, I'm, I'm glad I've had my quest for a while. I feel like I've gotten my use of it. I don't feel like I'm part of that crowd, but I really feel for those people who maybe just didn't know this was coming and just bought a quest and are like, yeah, wow, Jay, I got <laughs> I got to disagree with you. Yeah, this I is so typical you're, you're of tech. The only, you are the only person that is kind of pissed about this <laughs> because this is totally fine to me. The light, the profit margins on a product go down over time because they want people onto their platform. They know it's near the end of their lifespan. So they're bringing it lower and lower down to their production cost just to get it out the door. And, or because they have too much in stock, for example, and Facebook had neither of those problems because they were selling the quest already super close to their production value. And then they were also, 
always out of stock. So they had no reason to lower the price. No, of like course the, not. Well, like the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 did back in the day. And so I don't see that as a problem at all. Like, literally at all. Well, if you had so, purchased <laughs> one six weeks ago. So, like, if you if you think I'm the only one, go go check out some spots Reddit. Yeah, there are just, a lot of people that are I've super seen pissed. reviews of it on Reddit. So exactly. <laughs> Except for those people in that position who, like you said, didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to keep your like ear to the me. ground, but yeah, like we've had ours for a while. So like, yeah, that's who you're saying, you know, to us, it's like, yeah, that does suck. But, eh, you know, we obviously <laughs> never saw this coming, but yeah, for people who literally just went and got one. Mm. Or people you know, who heard it was discontinued and bought one from a scalper. That would oh, be like yeah. the worst mistake you've ever made. Right. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that. I'm so you glad know, it was going to be a gamble. Yeah. I'm so glad a few people who had asked me like several weeks ago, I was like, hang on. Cause there's something coming. Just hang on. I'm so glad. Cause I've gotten some really angry phone calls today. If I had said, buy it, it's so good. <laughs> I'm so glad I was like, hang on, there's something coming, but it's, it's such an unusual thing to see from like a console type thing to me. Cause usually there's a life and usually when they're selling out so fast that they can't even keep up with supply, they don't necessarily just drop a new one when they're still selling that well so this is showing that facebook isn't going to follow the model and is going to do what they it's going to do what they think is best and i i applaud theirs but i do see why people are mad about that okay Mm -hmm. that is fair uh, the last right. things we didn't really touch on, what is actually better, so you kind of said resolution's better. It's it's close to 2K per eye, but the weird thing about it is it's like 1893 by 1920, and people are like, where the heck did these numbers come from? Well, something <laughs> something that Mike over at VR Oasis pointed out was when you switch the IPD, the way they made it work with a single panel LCD was the actual screen inside moves a tiny bit. Ooh. So not all of the panel is being used at the same time. It's ready to adjust a slight little bit over so that it can get the IPD right too. It's the reason that this is the only headset that has a single panel that also has a manual IPD adjustment. So that's that's super intriguing. The controllers, finally, okay, I don't know if you guys are going to understand this. This is crazy. (laughs) Finally, they fixed the battery problem. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, when you swing a controller hard, an Oculus, any controller at this point, the battery (laughs) wiggles inside and you lose connection for just a microsecond that will destroy you in Beat Saber. They put a way stronger spring inside that holds that battery locked in place and even acknowledge why they did this. Well, it took them four tries to get it right. Okay, I'm glad they finally did it. That is a pretty big deal to those of us who've been dealing with tracking issues. The controllers Mm -hmm. had a slight redesign as far as ergonomics. No one really cares about that. What else? Am I missing? Was there another well, another thing? That's here's true? my biggest thing, and this should be perhaps your biggest thing, Jay, is by announcing these series, they've also announced kind of the downer side of this, and that is that all of us, I mean, the Oculus Rift original CV1 has already been, like, left in the trash, Dead. but now right. the, the Rift S is joining it. Mm-hmm. If you own an Oculus Rift S, you're losing product support after 2021. So <laughs> for us... Yeah, yeah, completely. So if you want to be in the Oculus uh, family, I suppose, you don't have a PC-only option anymore. You have to get the Oculus Quest 2. So the question is, if you are hopping into VR, maybe not right now, but let's say in a year. You're hopping into VR in, in a year from now. Let's say the options are what is for sale right now, but rather than the Oculus Rift S, you have only the oculus these two versions of the oculus quest do you go for that do you would you guys get an oculus quest 2 but for pc vr 
No. No. I don't know. I got. I got to see the panel. I got to see the panel. Your question was too long. I forgot what the question was. (laughs) (laughs) It's too complicated. (laughs) Like seventeen qualifiers in there, and I just kind of lost the thread of it. (laughs) Would you? Would you get an Oculus Quest two? Uh, for if you owned a pc but like didn't have a big budget i guess you know there is one more thing that we need to mention that might change the mind on that the quest 2 because we've talked about the facebook linking of the oculus accounts and everything the quest 2 will require immediate facebook linking the second you pick it up right and so i guess i don't care about that at all (laughs) (laughs) whatever i've got a facebook account I, i already hooked mine up just to do some social stuff it's that's whatever kind of what they do now when i first bought mine it wasn't like that and then like now even to add friends and do all this stuff yeah you Mm -hmm. have to link it to the account and so it's Mm going to force basically a lot of people to just create fake accounts but if they catch you using a fake name and stuff they can delete your account and take away all the games you bought on it so that's yeah yeah, that's a bad thing (laughs) yeah that's pretty dumb I, I, having owned a Quest, would. I would buy it, knowing I was going to use it mostly for PC, but knowing I can take it wireless somewhere. I can go show it right. to a friend. I would choose that. If I was someone who was like, I'm Reverb G2 or Index, I'm trying to figure out which one, I don't, I don't imagine the Quest 2 would enter the realm of thought for someone like that. They're, and they're honestly, I'm, that. I'm honestly thinking yeah. about picking up a Quest 2 solely for the wireless. Because, I mean, I got an Index. I got a pretty beefy computer. I can play PC VR games, no problem. I'm thinking about picking up a Quest solely for the wireless take it anywhere take it over to my family's house yeah sort of you know it's sort of like vr skeptics for a while just take it over there set it up right in their room and just show them right right because it's kind of it's a hassle to bring it to lug all of my my rig mm-hmm. and, oh, the, yeah. and set up all the sensors oh, sure. it's so much easier with the quest so i'm honestly thinking about picking it up not for pc vr solely for the wireless yeah wireless mm-hmm. Well, and there will be tons of benefits. Well, we need to move on, I'm sure. But there will yeah. be other benefits, like <laughs> if you to. have it, you have a friend over. You could both play Rec Room. You could both play other things together. Like, you'll have multiplayer capacity just having a second wireless headset without having to have a whole other PC. So that's another huge part of it. If you're thinking about that, that might sway you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we've uh, lost most of the chat now in our nerd talk. So I'm going to move us on to the some <laughs> some very fun stuff. So they didn't just talk tech for those. Uh, I don't know how you guys don't just jump at all the tech stuff. Isn't this exciting? <laughs> all right, for, for those, uh, for, for the more mundane, we have games. There are so many games that were announced at this thing. Um, and we're just going to list them off real quick. And then we'll, we'll jump into, I don't know, our favorites or something. So we have Jurassic Park. There's a lot of like big name games here, guys. Yeah. Cell Shaded? Oh, is this just... Describing. So, oh, I, I've described each one. You want me to take this one, Rip? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Go ahead. <laughs> All right, cool. I got this. So we got Jurassic Park Aftermath, and I it's a cel-shaded linear puzzle game. <laughs> it looks pretty good. We only saw a brief trailer, but it, it involved you hiding under a table while Velociraptor's looking for you, and so you can't get much better than that, right? Okay. So we got two games by Ubisoft that have been apparently hard at work at this VR stuff for a while. Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell, both stealth-type games coming to VR. Um, both of We literally know next to nothing about these games except <laughs> the names. However, Oculus has confirmed on Reddit that they're coming to Steam VR as well. Thank goodness. Yes. No more of this exclusivity BS. Right. Um, I'm well, so excited for Assassin's Creed. Well, Moving for on. Some things. <laughs> we got Beat Saber, BTS, and multiplayer. 
And to support Ooh. the multiplayer, Beat Saber has these cute little, like, they almost look like balloon avatars. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like if you took sort of VR chat avatars and then just, like, took a bicycle pump to each body part of them. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so you can play Beat Saber with an avatar that you create with friends. Um, they're little tune characters that your avatar is. And so there's, like, multiplayer where you're really just doing, like, score competitions against each other we have mods for that but it's coming to base game supported that's um, really cool yeah it is pretty cool and Next then the month. final one is mist reimagined where the hit puzzle game now comes straight to your vr headsets and this one may or may not be ex oculus exclusive they weren't exactly clear <laughs> mm -hmm. was I, it hate greg that was talking about mist or was it um sure no, didn't one of the hosts have I, I can't I remember, know. but yes. <laughs> Somebody. Man, that, was, that, that was like I 17 locations ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a lot Sorry. going on here. Dredging up old memories. Uh, <laughs> what, what are favorite? I mean, obviously we've had Beat Saber all along. Uh, Mist blows me away just because, like, even playing that back in the day as a kid, I just remember thinking the environments are so real and so cool. And, like, now, <laughs> but like to think of that in VR now, I hope you get to actually move though, because even back then it was point to point. I hope you get to right. actually move. I'm excited about that. Jurassic Park looks super cool, but it's almost like a Telltale Games uh, aesthetic with how it looks. It's kind of cartoony, but it looks really cool. I've right. never played Assassin's Creed or Splinter Cell, Rip. Have you played? Have you played those? I'm sure you have. So tell us about it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> tell us oh about it. I know you've mentioned Assassin's Creed. I don't know I've ever heard you talk about Splinter Cell, though. Are you even a gamer, Jay? Are you even <laughs> a gamer? I'm not your okay. kind of gamer. I'm not a nerdy gamer. But go. Go the, ahead. A nerdy Assassin's Creed is like one of the biggest AAA games, one of the best-selling games ever. You're like, are you, you must be a nerdy gamer to when, play Assassin's Creed. Oh, oh, my goodness, I've, I've Jay. Heard, oh, I've my heard, goodness. I've heard no cool people ever talk about it. But don't worry about that. Let's hear about the games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well i mean i'm pretty excited i mean splinter cell was also pretty popular but i didn't play much. that was more like i tried it and it was like this is fun i prefer metal <laughs> gear solid 5 um yes yes <laughs> uh but assassin's creed holy cow yeah i'm so excited whether it's going to be more i mean at this point like assassin's creed origins and odyssey might as well be different games from the earlier assassin creeds yes so it'll be really interesting to see not that i don't mind that in fact i really enjoyed origins odyssey not as much but i enjoyed sort of both versions of assassin's creed i'm very curious to see which side they're going to go for is it going to be the more stealth mechanics of the original series or is it going to be more of the rpg mechanics of the newer stuff Either way, they, they really can't go wrong. Both are pretty damn fun. Um, Jurassic Park, I've never I've, I've never been like the huge Jurassic Park fan that every other uh, uh, person seems to be, but I I'm relatively excited. I'm sure, Jay, you are excited about the Beat Saber multiplayer, though. I know well, I am. I'm I'm yeah. so, I'm so excited about BTS, though. I'll, no, I'm kidding. I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even <laughs> finish that sentence. Yes, the multiplayer is what we've all been waiting for, but. They said they're worried PSVR multiplayer isn't going to launch quite at the same time next month. Aww, but I'll, poor I'll, I'll, play it on, I'll play it on PC or, <laughs> or on a Quest. Or maybe on a poor. Quest 2, because it comes out on launch day. Will it be oh. crossplay? I, I didn't see any details Highly about it, but it. I, yeah. I, I want to hope so. I'm going to be an optimist. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the only optimist here. I want to hope so. I'm mm -hmm. going to give that a flat zero percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. give it. I'm going to give it the one percent. Okay, I'm going to give it the one percent chance. Being optimistic here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, unlikely, unlikely. Yeah, that that's so often. Beat Saber is just such a quick game to boot up, and it's just so darn fun. There's plenty of times we've had it. Every group of VR people have had it, where you're like, "Hey, I wish we could play just a group. We I wish we as a group could play some Beat Saber right now. It's so fun. Why can't we do it as a group?" Maybe we, we finally should, get it. Maybe we should hold out on our tournament we were going to do till this launches because oh. then we can actually play. Oh, yeah, oh you're cool. right. You're right. Yeah. You have a month to practice, to. Adam. Oh, Is it only I'm a month? Need it. It's coming out when yeah. the quest October, launches. October 12th. Oh, oh maybe I'm so excited. <laughs> Very excited. But the game I'm looking forward to most, honestly, is the Assassin's Creed. If you asked me, if you showed me this list three weeks ago, I would have said Assassin's Creed would 100% not work in VR because it involves like a lot of movement flying through rooftops, really? climbing up buildings. Yeah, I would have said 100% it probably wouldn't have worked unless they like really ripped the soul well, out of Assassin's Creed. And then I played Stride. And we <laughs> talked about that in depth, mm -hmm. I think, last week or two weeks ago. And I'm like, wow, this is actually really good and really smooth. And I'm not even throwing up like I thought I would. So, <laughs> And so now that I've played Stride, I'm like, okay, an Assassin's Creed where you're jumping through rooftops and have to like, you know, actually assassinate people hopefully because you're an assassin mm -hmm. that sounds incredible yeah yeah well I, I guess i wasn't too surprised by that particular part of the list because ubisoft has been known actually to have that they're the biggest uh, i guess business in putting out uh vr events like not not games but in terms of in-person vr events ubisoft has done a ton of stuff yes you paid attention to that yeah um, and there have been Assassin's Creed related VR events. So I just knew it was a matter of time before. Um, I'm still excited nonetheless, now that it's like <laughs> here and a thing and it's an announced, even if we just have a name. But uh, this has totally been in the works. Clearly, the, the Ubisoft teams, I don't know which one, they have like 10 different locations. Um, but clearly, this has been like in the back of their mind for a while. I am curious if it's going to be the ubisoft teams that worked on assassin's creed proper or if it's going to be a different uh location yeah or if it's a made for vr game or like a port of the yeah. assassin's creed game that they're working on right. but we literally only know the name at this point so we'll just have to wait for that news but when that news comes out you can be sure to hear it here <laughs> destiny, you've, destiny yeah. yeah you've been quiet what do you what do you think is there anything on this list that gets you like yes or are you kind of eh? surprisingly the jurassic park I, I, i'm not surprised i'm not yeah, surprised be really cool <laughs> um, so i'm pretty stoked about that i didn't even like expect that like i didn't see that coming at all the only thing jurassic park or jurassic world that i've done in vr is it's kind of like not a short story but it's more like and okay i guess it is kind of like a short video but it, you get to go through it have you ever tried that i don't know if it's just for the quest or not I've seen it, but I haven't tried it. It's it's pretty cool, but um, but yeah. So for it to be an actual game, that's awesome. That and the Beat Saber, the multiplayer. I've never tried the mod for it. I've never played it multiplayer, and it's something that I've always really hoped for. So for them to be doing it, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and it's they've been working on it a long time. They were talking about this forever ago. So, that's and now awesome. that it's yeah, I didn't know that. Now that it's coming, I've wanted to try the mod. I'm not going to. I'm just going to wait for this now because that's only a month. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be good. Hopefully, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, we definitely got to try it. Yeah, uh, Adam, 
I I live streamed Facebook Connect. I talked about this a little bit earlier. This next news piece is exciting, but man, did the guy lose all of us in the stream during it. I'm hoping you're going to bring <laughs> some life to this and make me more excited about it. You know, I sure hope I can. But let me tell you, when we start talking about this, this is kind of tangentially related to VR. And so sort of our tagline for this is like condensed nerd talk. This is like so this is going to be so condensed it's basically dehydrated. Right. <laughs> Good one. Nice. So we're going to talk about Facebook Spark AR and and Aria. Now this is augmented reality. So unlike virtual reality, where it completely immerses you in somewhere else, augmented reality is supposed to like overlay the digital word on top of your real one. So Spark AR is already what people are using for like Facebook Messenger or Snapchat when you have like all those filters and makes you look like puppy dog guys and things like that. <laughs> That's basically what Spark AR. It's opening up for developers so that they can do whatever they want uh, with this tool set that Facebook has created. So, like, you can try a lamp in your room, see how it looks. You know, you can just hold your phone up, oh. touch it, and then, like, see how the lamp that you're looking at looks actually in your room. So it's kind of like a view before you buy sort of thing. Like Amazon shopping. Exactly yeah. like Amazon shopping. So the big thing about this, though, is that it's a really easy tool set so that anyone can make their own AR applications oh, with it. Nice. It's sort of basically, like a game engine. Basically, the unique thing is that it's Facebook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Aria. Now, Aria is a pair of augmented reality glasses. Um, so it's not finished yet. It's still very, very early phases. But Facebook is sending out employees basically to travel the world and try it out and they're wearing these augmented reality glasses and they're just recording basically everything <laughs> and so you're walking around it's recording everything trying to see how people are going to use them and eventually we will get aria or aria glasses will be available to overlay the digital world right onto your real world kind of like mm -hmm. what google glass was trying to do but not Google. <laughs> yeah, imagine a GPS that instead of telling you turn right here and you kind of see it on a map, you actually see like a physical line in the yeah. road. That exactly. Have you guys it. ever played uh, the any of the Division series? No? I'm not, <laughs> at all. I'm not, I'm not surprised at all by yeah. that answer. For those that have played it, you'll know it. You're, you'll all just three defer. of you. <laughs> yeah, all three of you. Hey, I know at least uh, two of these people have played it. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's when you're moving around there's like a ton of like really cool hud stuff and like so much of it is like clearly ar inspired and one of them is like a little line that just like goes maybe like two or three feet above your head and it just like goes it goes from like right in front of you and then it goes in the direction you want or, or that you're like navigating to and i'm like yeah that would be just perfect for navigation it's already done it just needs to be brought to real life and right. sadly, none of you know what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> you wanted you wanted a VR gamer, okay? <laughs> I mean, this was not a stipulation to be on the podcast. So we had to be in these really nerdy games that you love. Adam, <laughs> Adam keep going. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to let him respond to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is basically the end of it. Um, this is very right now business or like real life type focus thing. Not really for gaming. Um, at the current system, this is going to be for like when you're working or when you enter into a shop, maybe your glasses can highlight the different things that have really good specials or deals on right now. Um, or you go into a, a restaurant, you have a food allergy and it pops up the menu and shows you the things that you can and shouldn't order. 
things like that. This is for like enhance your real life sort of thing. Maybe it's potentially going to be used for gaming later down the line, but right now we literally have very little details and we have a lot of big promises by Facebook. So we'll see where <laughs> it goes in the future. And these are prototype tech. Like these are not consumer available. You can't buy these. Even the people who are using them, they don't have the holograms yet in them. They're still basically documented. Yeah, they're world, just so. in the testing phase. Yeah, it was kind of crazy they announced all this. Phase. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy they announced this how early it was. I kept thinking that when he was talking about it. I was like, this is so early to even be like talking <laughs> to us about this. They're kind of the opposite of Valve. They tell us things they've been working on forever. Right, way too soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So and then Valve we're just getting... like releases things without advertising. It's just like, oh, hey, we have this, yeah. and we're sold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Half Life Three launched yesterday. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, where have you been? <laughs> uh, any any other thoughts? Anything that anyone's like, oh, that relates, or anyone wants to talk about? It was so it was so like hard to even follow the guy in the connect and it was like uh, i'm just not interested i guess so it was a little dry and it's hard to relate to something that's so far out because literally we have no concrete specifics they're still building the freaking thing yeah. so you know when we get more details you can hear it from us here right on the full dive gaming podcast <laughs> I kind of feel like the only reason they brought it up was then they went on this rant about privacy and how they're not going to keep any of the images of people's faces and these aren't going to be used in the bathroom. I feel like they're just trying to like set up their whole we care about privacy thing by bringing this up because it was you pretty see, funny. Yeah, they can <laughs> yes, see where it's going. Yes, but that would be an odd product to bring up privacy about. It's like, <laughs> we care about your privacy. So we're sending out 100 employees with cameras literally all day, every day. That, that's, not a great, that's, that's not a great way to try and enhance your privacy guys yeah it's facebook uh, yeah for real <laughs> oh well destiny i know that this next news piece is very near and dear to your heart what do you got for yes. us yes yep so bringing it back to gaming after a long delay the walking dead onslaught it shows days away with an official finally official release date september 29th so it is created by servios who has been in the vr game world for a minute now so there is high hopes for this one it will be coming to PC VR and PS VR. Hey. From watching the, trailer, <laughs> the mechanics seem to resemble Arizona Sunshine a lot, but the uh, like the weapons, the mix of weapons, definitely reminded me a little bit more of Pavlov. Like there's a pretty big variety, which is pretty cool. Like they had a lot of like knives and scope, like a lot of variety. And so for some of those who have pre-ordered it, another cool feature that I haven't really seen done a lot is you get all these like little special extra weapons and things that's an actual pre-order incentive that's smart. Oh. get you to actually yeah, get yeah, something really out of my fomo is really kicking in when i hear things like that you're what the fomo fear of missing oh. out <laughs> uh, I, oh i know yeah. you you get a couple of things actually i don't remember off the top of my don't head, you get but uh the daryl crossbow or the daryl vest and, and you get something i think you like get that. that and like a knife or something and it's 10 percent off if you pre-order it but that could run through the first week like they often do that may not be pre-order only so it's right. only 27 dollars right now to pre-order it so it's not a ton i've no, it's I, a pretty good price i've been looking forward to this game you you've been looking forward to this for a while too right yeah it'll be really cool i mean especially after watching the trailer i definitely was a little bit more hyped for it yeah, okay so destiny for someone who has absolutely no experience with anything about the walking dead like i i literally know the name and that's about it for the walking dead is this something that would appeal to me or is it only for like 
the people who follow The Walking Dead and who played other similar games. I really don't think so. I don't think you have to already be like a fan of the show to get into this. Have you played Arizona Sunshine? I have not. <laughs> well, um, it seems to have like a campaign or a storyline. Um, that it really walks you through it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that like so i don't think you already have to have like previous knowledge of who is who and like what's going on it really does seem to like lay it out pretty well and i mean it's and it's not even just like a super scary like zombie horror game if you watch it like i can't stop like comparing it enough to arizona sunshine it really seemed like that like it was the way that it's the graphics and just the way that it's made like the mechanics of it um Mm -hmm. so it just seems like a very like fun like fps game Awesome. Do you like zombies, cool. Adam? Do you like zombie yeah. games? I mean, I'm not going to hug a zombie. <laughs> Do I like <laughs> zombies? No. no. No, no, Zombie games can be fun depending on how it is, you know? I it's like, I'm, I'm kind of hit and miss with zombie games, honestly. Yeah, well, just think of it more as a game like that. Think of, like, the zombie mode in Pavlov with a storyline, like a campaign mode. <laughs> okay, well, that is actually kind of appealing. I might have to go try that out then. Yeah, I, I totally think you should. I would like to hear what you think of it. Mm-hmm. Rip hasn't said anything. Rip, there. what about you? I've, you sound very quiet. The stream chat let me know that the um, stream is getting some a lot of dropped frames, it seems. So I've been secretly, trying apparently to not so secretly. I, I blame the fires, because yeah. I've been having some issues. I, I might need stuff. to start having um, Adam or Destiny start recording while I stream because I think the recording and streaming thing is a little too intensive to do at once. You know, I think you just need a better computer. Hey, <laughs> 1060. The 1060 is still good, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this good, thing man. is kicking, all right? I'm waiting for that 3060. When oh, that's yeah. announced. I'm kidding. Jeez, jeez. He's got a big box stand strapped to it. (laughs) Well, I'm super excited about the Walking Dead onslaught, but we'll move it on here. Uh, PS5 reveal event happened today. For any of you who watched it, you might be like, oh my gosh, I'm super excited because there was that one game you wanted. Or you might be like, man, that was kind of boring and underwhelming. It's been totally mixed reviews so far. Yeah. <laughs> but we finally have some freaking dates. PS5 pre-orders begin tomorrow, the 17th. You can pre-order it. It's going to launch here, Japan, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea, all November 12th. So two months away, not far. It's going to launch November 19th, just a week later for the rest of the world. And get this, if you want it to be all digital, $399. If you want the disc drive, which I didn't care about until I remembered, that's also a high-def Blu-ray player, $499. Mm-hmm. So that's not the, not everyone was kind of hoping they were going to do like a mic drop and be like 300 like the crappy Xbox edition one. But I don't even know why you keep saying this. It's like so powerful. And you're like, it's it's awful. It's awful, guys. I'm not saying awful. I'm just just talking trash because... $300, it's a ridiculous bargain, man. Until Xbox has VR, I won't care about it. That's just the whole problem. Ah, It's crap if it doesn't have VR because I'm not going to play it unless it has VR. But 
$400, so it's not the crazy cheap price we were hoping, but it's also not an astronomical price. They learned from their PS3 mistake. They did not make either of these $600. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's it's going to support PSVR from launch. So I know I know I'm not the only one here who actually is going to interest in buying a PS5. Like you're you're going to get one. You were going to get one no matter what the price was, right? You're just like that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so what, are you? Are you I, I, want, I, I want to play whatever the next God of War is and Horizon Zero Dawn and all mm-hmm. those. So yeah, I'm I'm there for the exclusives if nothing else. What were you gonna ask though? <laughs> oh, that was you were touching on, but but you're gonna get it. You're excited about exclusives, non-exclusives. Do you play Xbox or PS5 or, or PS4? Does it matter? To well, you? okay, so I'm I'm a dual, I'm a delve a little bit into the console wars here, not not the VR wars. <laughs> so uh, tangentially related. Um, so the big thing about you know we're as as we're seeing the Oculus Quest release and there's like all this. Meanwhile, we have the like this little little infighting in vr while the big thing's happening and that's you know xbox and playstation they're coming out they're hitting hard and these are their big swings for the you know this decides the next five years this is big for them so at minimum minimum five years so it one already kind of crazy that their pricing point is an extra hundred dollars over the xbox offerings also if you're not in it for the vr and the exclusives i hate to admit it I don't see why you would not get an Xbox. The Xbox Game Pass for if any if you guys have been following it is a ridiculous deal right now. $15 a month and you get EA access, you get the Xbox access, you get an insane library of games, you get um I think Xbox Live comes with that. You get Spotify subscription. It's like such a, wow. I have it on I have it on PC right now. I don't even have an Xbox and I have the Xbox Ultimate Game Pass because it makes so much sense. And PlayStation has, like, the awful <laughs> PS Now <laughs> offering. <laughs> and and everything's back backwards compatible. You can use... Um, I'm trying to remember what it is specifically. I think you can use an Xbox One controller on the new Xboxes. Like, they're... they're cus- they, like... Okay, the Xbox One released, right? And it had the Kinect. And everyone was like, this is kind of awful. Uh, Microsoft, what are you doing? And they wanted like DRM always, and they 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 were basically wanted it to be a media device, not necessarily a gaming console. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. Jay. <laughs> no, you <dude>. like <laughs> you were Sorry. doing something there. <laughs> My hand got wild on me. Don't worry, I'm still listening. I thought I thought maybe you were just overcome by so much, you know, like amazement. <laughs> oh you're just like, please hold me. <laughs> just just a tree asked. Are we getting into politics? <laughs> maybe only the console um, wars here. Yeah, only the consoles. But anyway, what I'm getting to is, and let like this is where I'm torn. Is the <laughs> yes, Jay? Um, the the Xbox right now is being so consumer friendly it's ridiculous and it's mind-boggling and clearly they're just going all in on this and i worry that playstation isn't they're not they're not putting up the same amount of offerings they're they're, you're not getting the same bang for your buck that you're getting with the xbox um you just aren't The, the the only thing you're getting is the vr and the, the the exclusives that they still pay a ridiculous amount of money for to like Naughty Dog and all those developers. So how does this relate to VR? Well, you, you kind of touched on it when you said, "Well, I'm not interested in Xbox because they don't have VR." It's 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 it now for those that like want to be in 
the con you know they don't have the money to put down fifteen hundred dollars on a um what's it called a pc <laughs> you know <laughs> you're basically going okay well i i might want the quest right it's an all-in-one vr console that makes a lot of sense but one of the biggest complaints about the quest is that its library is kind of tiny there's no going or there's no there's no other way to put it and it's true it's the library is still kind of small meanwhile you can get an xbox and with that plus the game pass it's just insane what you can do and the amount of time you can spend on that then and like your 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 bang for buck is great while meanwhile the quest not so much i mean it's amazing for vr but in general gaming terms we're still not close and xbox is proving that really hard this year so i was i was hoping for a lot more from playstation with this i was hoping for a better gaming service i was hoping for new more news about playstation vr you know i i wanted them to have like hey there's still reasons to go with playstation besides horizon zero dawn god of war and another last of us and they didn't do it they didn't how dare i'm you? mad i know <laughs> however and trying to tie this back to vr a little bit here because i feel <laughs> but um resident evil 8 was announced this is true and the last resident evil was a crazy horror game that went over really well with people with those fanatics that love horror games for some reason uh -huh. <laughs> and you know <laughs> and you know with the playstation vr being fully compatible with the next place with the playstation 5 it's there is a lot of reason to expect that this next uh resident evil game will also be vr compatible and that sounds terrifying <laughs> mm. it's only gonna get more terrifying well i i don't i'm kind of with you i want i don't care what console wins. The only reason I bank on either is because I want the PS5 to be really successful so the PSVR 2 will be really good. That's mm. that's my investment. But I do worry, like you're saying, I worry that Sony is kind of just banking on their exclusives and the fact that... Because the PS4 outsold the Xbox like three to one, something like that. Yeah, it was a, a I, huge amount. I'm worried that they're kind of relying on everyone already believes in the system to just go for this. I, if Xbox gets their own VR headset, though, I mean, if Xbox does better this next gen, I don't care as long as they have VR. But yeah. I am worried the the move Sony's making right now with not really pushing hard because they're they're kind of look like they're like, oh, we can put it on cruise control, and you can never in business put it on cruise control, <laughs> never. Right. Yeah. All right. I talked a lot. I was making up for you know being so silent the past two news pieces. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right with that i'm gonna take us out of the news that was some pretty crazy news we just spent like about uh, about 40 minutes on that so you know a good bit um uh again no game section this time guys so if you were like oh great what games are they playing we're not going to talk about that <laughs> no you'll time. get to hear lots of that next podcast so we're gonna hop right into the discussion um that means i'm gonna i, I we didn't like a <laughs> discuss this but i'm just now realizing we didn't really like attach the sponsorship section to the discussion section but i'm gonna do it anyway because i just love talking about this darn thing <laughs> so yet again guys i know it i know this i've said this before you know this i know this you guys do not have good stands for your headset it's it's nearly a fact unless you already have an aura vr stand it's just not good enough well <laughs> join us Join us in having good VR stands. 
join us in respecting your VR headset the way it's meant to be respected by putting it on a glorious pedestal that is the Aura VR stand. <laughs> this thing is really cool, guys. It's, uh, for one, very reasonably priced. Once you use our code, you'll bring it down to $25, or so $24.99. And it's where to begin. It's it's got RGB lighting. It's really slim. It looks great. It'll look good in just about any environment. And it's got a little USB plug on the side. It's 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 fantastic. It's we so easily good. recommend this. It's so good that I now have three of them. Right. Destiny <laughs> Destiny has two, and Adam and Rip and our associate producer all have one. That's that's how yep. good these are. And they they did not give us all these. To be clear, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got some. We did not get all of them. <laughs> yeah, they just are so good. There's like once you have one, you're just like, why would I want to get these? You look at the other options options that are on like Amazon and such. You're like, it doesn't make sense. This one's so good. Um, if you want to get your own Aura VR stand on the cheap, consider going to www.asterianproducts.com. Use the code full dive to get five dollars off your order, $19.99 or more. Great deal. Would recommend. Okay, now we can get into the discussion section. This one's a big one. And uh, you know, we're we're gonna try and not take too long. And we're already at roughly an hour and five, hour and ten minutes here. I forget how long it took for us to get started after pressing those record buttons. This week's discussion. How do you, dear viewers? Get ready for VR. We know a lot of you don't have VR yet. You're just kind of listening in, getting in, staying on top of the VR industry. Like, what should I be buying? Well, oh this is this is going to be our definitive how to get ready for VR and what to expect as you throw on your VR headset for the first time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why is it always my left hand? Don't <laughs> because you're because you're just so cool. So uh. mo most of us we talked about some pockets. Most of us have had VR at least for a little while. We've gotten used to it. But back in the day when I was first demoing my PSVR to everyone I could, I always had ginger beer, not alcoholic, but it's really like a really strong ginger ale. I had it in the fridge when I'd have people over because ginger helps with nausea, helps with motion sickness. That is one of many tricks. Having a fan blowing directly in your face is one of the best other ones. If you are if you don't know if you're going to get sick the first time, get ready for it. Don't just jump in and think, oh, I'll find out if I get sick. Get ready for it because there's a good percentage of us it happens to. Graphics. Adam, you why don't you tell us about graphics? You play other games. <laughs> I should hope I play some other games. <laughs> Given that this is like a gaming podcast, right? Yeah, well, virtual reality so gaming. So for graphics, if you're coming from... If you're getting into VR, odds are that you already have a crazy high-def gaming PC with like a 4K monitor that you play on. That was my experience coming into this. VR, because you basically have to fit everything into a headset, is not going to be the super crisp high-definition experience that you are going to expect from a flat monitor. There is exactly one headset that is squeezed somehow two 4K monitors against your eyes, and everything else is a little bit under that. And so when we talk about, man, this headset looks so good, it is in comparison to other headsets. Now, once you get into VR, you really can get into VR. And it is incredible how even with my original Vive with the crappy screen door effect, how immersive it can get. But when you first put it on, of course, it's not going to look like real life. It's not going to look, you know, we don't have plank distance pixels here. I'm gonna that was way too there. nervy. That was way oh, too nervy. We lost the recordings. Uh-oh. In... 
uh, the stream has stopped and my video has stopped. So uh, one minute. That was <laughs> joke was that, that was probably good. That joke was way too nerdy for uh, everyone. Zencaster is still going. So yeah. that's that's a good sign. Uh oh. I am having hell with my tracking and headset tonight. Just set your controllers down and ignore them. Okay, I just restarted then, like, the stream. Does it, look, does it look bad if my hands are like this, though? No, they look good. They look totally fine. Okay, then I'm your not Your character even breathes, them. obviously, which is a nice effect. I'm not sure that any of ours do. Oh, Makes weird. you look more alive. Wait, you breathe? Look at her shoulders. <laughs> Unless she's just moving a lot. Ryan, are you there? Move. Let me get my hand fixed again. Could I have you okay. put up okay. a post saying like, that the stream is back up? Like I'm, I'm dropping you a link to the new one. Okay. Adam. What? <laughs> oh, that is really cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it definitely cool. adds a degree of realism to you. It does. But Adam's nice. eyes look so alive, unlike his real-life <laughs> eyes that are just dead. Yeah, it's from all the eating all the macaroni. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say it's from not sleeping. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, having a child. I haven't slept in like a year. <laughs> Dude, like seventeen more years and you'll get sleep again. Don't worry. Never be yeah, unless you oh, have no, another even. child. <laughs> it's a choice. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm about to go back up. I'm about to go take a dip in that pool over there. Is our stream <laughs> back up? The stream should be back up. Stream. Um, I am no tired. one is here yet, but it should be back up. Okay, well, we can start recording regardless. Yeah, I might have to just download the stream recording because I don't think my recording and streaming is working. I think my. Yeah, we just need to sync up the audio, you know. Marker! <laughs> cool. We got it. <laughs> well, at least we got all our other camera angles. So no matter what, the editor will yeah, handle it. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, we'll handle it in post. Said every every video audio thing ever. Adam, you were in the middle of a joke. Do you want to finish it for us? I do not want to finish that joke. <laughs> that joke was just too nerdy for everyone except okay, maybe um, like even a quarter of me. <laughs> Natalie, were you listening there? Can you can you tell me um, where you lost us by chance? So that we can just kind of, if if chat, so okay, we people are trickling back in. If if you all could uh, tell me where you lost us, we can pick up where we left off. You're probably too focused on my hand flying away. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, a ten second delay, so you have to ask them and then wait a really long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> then they have to type it, and then it has to come back to us. I think we didn't lose too much information, so I can still finish my nerdy joke if that is what the public wants. Oh, it's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it so I can just not laugh. <laughs> Whiskey <laughs> says you were telling the best story ever. <laughs> he spelled it out like that. <laughs> what story was that? Who was telling the best story ever? It must have been me. I'm the only one that can tell good stories, right? <laughs> <laughs> was was this schmuck over here the one telling the story? <laughs> it must have been me. I think we cut out probably somewhere during the Vive stuff. Okay. So anyway, graphics. <laughs> so when you put on your VR headset, it's not going to uh, look as good as real life. Sorry to break that to you. 
Um, so when we talk about like, hey, this headset looks really good, it's not really in comparison to real life, obviously. It's in comparison to other headsets with things like a screen door effect, early VR headsets. And I think we've all been here in VR long enough to sort of appreciate these changes in development in VR headset. So when we talk about these newer headsets, like, wow, it looks so good. We're comparing it to like, you know, <laughs> you know, like the original Tomb Raider type graphics, in your headset, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like you, your feet, your foot is a single pixel, you know, <laughs> Um, and so it's obviously not going to look as good as real life. If you're getting into VR, you probably already have a crazy good, um, gaming PC with a 4k monitor or something like that. You're not going to get as good at graphics right now as a 2d experience. What you are getting instead of graphics is the complete immersion that you will never, ever be able to get in a flat game. And Mm -hmm. so it is incredible how even with the original vibe which i had which had a really bad screen door screen door effect how little that mattered once you started to get into it and how immersive it becomes and so yeah when you first put it on you're going to notice a screen door effect you can see maybe pixels here and there and maybe you know the the leaves maybe aren't quite lining up because it has to fit through the pixels because they have to cram all that in your headset and that's just Mm -hmm. one of the things that is going to get better over time but right now all that it won't matter uh, once you have the headset on for a little bit. Hey, can you put the dog back in the house over there, guys? Sorry, a dog got <laughs> loose in the VR space. <laughs> put the dog Put the dog away. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, that's what I think about graphics. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... So we got a couple of different things. One, yeah, so we talked about what to do when you first get it. You're not going to be able to play it for too long you're probably going to get motion sick the first couple times yep, like man we're making minutes. vr sound great here right i know we're really <laughs> it's not it. going to look as good as your 4k we're like uh, <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> but right. there is nothing like just punching someone in the face when they annoy you in a video game for real of course like, he- there's just something does, he, 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 for those that are listening to the podcast because jay like does that in vr to me you know. <laughs> well i can't reach adam and true, i punched true. i punched well, destiny, destiny? i've had my fill <laughs> of punching her in the face yes, it's, i'm ready it's to happened. move on <laughs> what <laughs> okay <laughs> elaborate <laughs> these are the things you miss rip when you're not around the podcast just, to Pavlov? just turns into a, a crazy thing uh <laughs> set a timer set a timer for yourself the first time you get into vr everyone's like what set a timer for 10 or 20 minutes get out because you may not even notice you might be getting sick some people never get sick but people who do usually don't figure it out right away Play yep. for 10 minutes. Stop. Let another friend play it next. Let them play it for 10 minutes. See how you're feeling. Listen to your body. Because you might think, oh, I feel great. You sit down and you go, whoa, why am I all sweaty? Like, yeah. yep. take yep. your time. Yeah, don't push it. Yeah, particularly take off the headset. Take breaks. You'll you'll get used to things. If you're, like, uh, when, when people first get the VR headset and they're, like, asking all the questions in chat, like, hey, I just got the headset. And why am I feeling this? And what is this feeling? And, guys, like, almost every one of those not great feelings you're having in VR, they'll go away with time. Um, yes, some yeah, people faster than others. Everything. Right, yep. right. The headaches, you'll get used, well, you don't get used to the headaches so much as you, you know, the, the, the headaches start going away, the queasiness starts going away, the dizziness after VR goes away, and I'm sure I'm 
missing some, but you'll get used to it. Do not worry. Time all right. heals all wounds. <laughs> so to recap, you know, the TLDR of this is when you first get that beautiful box in the mail, one, set it up, make sure that your headset is comfortable on your head. Adjust mm -hmm. every single yes. spend like a le legitly spend a half hour to an hour making sure it is set up because that will save you so much of the problems that we're talking about. Yep. Then number two, play for short periods of time first. If you start to feel queasy, take it off, put it down. I know that that is hard to do, especially because it's it's your brand new technological wonder that you have. Number three, just know that the motion sickness and the locomotion that you're feeling at first will go away the more that you use it. Mm -hmm. um, and then number four, seriously live the most incredible immersive gaming experience that you can have in gaming that you can only experience with VR games. And I think that about wraps it up. I don't know. Is there anything else in the TR? There was a one, there was a one and Go a ahead. half I'm going to add in there. Clear a big space. Don't just move your <laughs> coffee table. I would suggest watching a compilation of VR fails and learn from their mistakes because you will see people run completely across the room into the wall and mm -hmm. they were in the middle of a big room. It, you will be surprised at how you get so immersed. You forget that there's a world outside of this virtual world you're in and you just, just clear some space. Be ready to maybe get hurt. Have some people around to help you. Protect yourself. Put some mattresses up around the wall if you have them. <laughs> right? Okay, Maybe not that extreme. I don't know. I, I I haven't had to worry about going around punching walls like maybe Jay has here. But. Well, how many people <laughs> have you had over, though, and have gotten just wild in it? Because I've had to reel some people. That's in the true. There's been two crazy. people that have gotten yeah. real crazy with it. Yeah. I'm piecing through the scripts here as quick as I can, trying to find. We have talked before about VR safety. I'm, I will, as we talk here, try to find exactly what episode that is, but I think it's really important I find it because you guys should listen to that. That was a very informative little discussion section we had that you know podcast. what we can do? We can just put that TLDR, like the four or five different steps that we mentioned in the show notes, and we can even link it to some other podcast where we talk about it specifically. There we go. Don't worry, yes. the editor will handle that too, right, Adam? Yeah, we'll just yeah. handle it post. <laughs> yeah. Just throw it in. <laughs> Destiny, I think you were starting to say you were starting to say something there. He'll handle um, it. Well, I was just I was gonna say that I think to elaborate on what you were talking about as far as like proper adjustment, I really can't stress how huge that is. And I think yes. for some people like me who just like jump into things and don't really either pay attention to tutorials or whatever, because you're just excited, you're like, Oh yeah, whatever. You think it's just like with anything else where you can just kind of throw it on your head and it's fine. It really does make a huge difference. So take the time with that. Like I know with the quest originally i don't know if it was in the tutorial or i just like skipped over it but um i did have to go and actually look up proper like how to how to properly fit it and adjust it and i didn't realize the back of the headset actually belongs pretty low like right below um i don't know what you'd call that kind of like the round part of your skull cranium like, closer to the base <laughs> cranium yes. but uh <laughs> and yeah so i mean a lot of stuff like that definitely will help cut down on like the headaches and as far as like also tightening it you want to uh, make sure that it's super tight but not tight enough to where it's like you know cutting off your blood circulation <laughs> no but, yeah seriously real. just just take your time yeah mm -hmm. the, the difference between a well-fitted vr headset and a not well-fitted vr headset is just night and day okay. i i have the index can be pretty comfortable when you adjust it right and it was last week or the week before i was letting my wife uh 
played the index and she was having a blast and I put it back on and I just tried to quickly adjust it. And I ended the podcast <laughs> with the most insane headache that I have had in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, for real though. And so mm -hmm. I feel like that's pretty good. I don't know anything else sad on any of the uh, different uh, steps. Two things on that note though, the, the, in terms of getting like the VR, like perfectly fit, um, IPD, it's super important. You shouldn't ignore it. You'll be tempted to. You'll be like, I don't want to play around with this. You should play around with it. It will make your experience a lot better. Um, the quickest way to measure that is to take a ruler and like put it up to your eyes. You know what? I, okay, maybe it's not that quick to explain. Go online, <laughs> look up how to like find your IPD. There's a ton of like I don't know WikiHow examples. Um, do that. It will save you headaches, literal headaches, not figurative headaches. <laughs> and <laughs> it will, um, it'll it'll make your experience a lot better, and it'll make things more immersive too. You find know, your IPD. Go ahead. One of the coolest things with eye tracking is that it'll be able to do that automatically. Yeah. Ooh. I just thought about that. That is going to be awesome. <laughs> if you if you have a quest, it's got a manual one, which is also yeah, nice. It's very because easy. Because you can move it until everything's perfect, and then it tells mm -hmm. you the number on the screen, so you'll also know. Yeah. Oh, my IPD is about this number. You know, it's not perfect. Or if you have a PlayStation VR, go to I think settings, adjust PlayStation VR, adjust eye to eye. It'll measure it with the camera and measure your IPD that way for you too. So every single one has a different nice. way to do it, but it's so important. Mm -hmm. Riff is right. Um, the other thing, in regards to that motion sickness we were talking about, one way to kind of help, your out, help yourself out with that, not only do you kind of want to skill yourself physically in terms of what you're doing IRL, but also you can choose games that are more suited to your current VR experience, so to speak. I know you'll be very tempted. You're like, I've heard so many great things about... I don't know, Half-Life Alex. Well, that is teleportation, but Boneworks Pavlov. and Pavlov. Uh, you know, think about the games. Yeah, yeah. If you try and play Pavlov as a you part of your first saved, game yeah. repertoire, <clears throat> don't do that. Um, yep. <laughs> because I am what I consider to be a pretty well-versed VR user, and I had a hard time with Boneworks at first. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and these so, games are fun, but you got, you got to be careful. You gotta Beat work Saber, Job Simulator, mm -hmm. um, Super Hot, entry once. Super Hot. I've still not played Super Hot. I need to get around to that. What? It's such a classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of these, if you, the tag words you're looking for are, you want to avoid locomotion. Uh, teleporting is usually pretty safe in terms of like early VR. So teleporting works if you're new to VR. Um, non locomotions where you're just like you're, you're not. When we say locomotion, that means you press a stick and your character will move forward in the real world, or not the real world. It'll move forward in the virtual world, even though your real body is not actually going anywhere. That's called locomotion. Think, you're, think of like, it, like, like when you're in a roller coaster, but in VR, right? You'll, you'll be moving in VR, but your body's like, hey, nothing's going on. What's up? Well, that caused instant, uh, it, that'll make you throw up instantly. That's that's kind of the yeah. tried and true fact of VR. Um, so avoid locomotion until you're pretty used to just the general. Okay, this is VR. Then you know, ease yourself in. Some people recommend, and it legitimately worked for me, is hop into Skyrim VR, get used to just the game itself, and then have like a six-hour session where you just go ham, and then suddenly you're cured of VR motion sickness. <laughs> I was skeptical until I did it. I'll just share that drop of knowledge 
those are my two things that I think are pretty important. Yeah, for sure. This Any is, last ones? This is just it's it's a great sign for the VR industry. We're getting longer experiences, bigger games. You can do more, uh, but with that comes a double edge. It it can make you really sick if you're not. I kind of I had a Gear VR as my first thing, and like every experience was five minutes or less, and they were just terrible. And I have never <laughs> felt sick because I think that thing just trained me so well because I went through all these terrible experiences that now I've never gotten sick. So you kind of have to do the same thing. Give yourself little little nice. bursts, little bursts, and learn your mm-hmm. way in. See how your body feels. Listen to your body. It's the hardest thing to do for people, but you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sure. one last thing. Uh, the stuff you're having on your head, this is still fairly new tech, so you kind of have to treat it like your baby. This stuff is expensive, but it isn't necessarily so far ahead in tech that you can, like, you know, you got to treat this stuff well. Like, I kind of highly recommend getting a good carrying case if you're planning on taking your VR places. Um, if you have an Oculus headset... They have plastic um, lenses. You cannot use your usual method of cleaning your glasses or whatever to clean these things. You have to use a microfiber cloth. Um, there's a lot of like little stuff like that. It'll be specific to your headset. So do your research. Know how to take care of your headset and do not ignore it. Um, it'll be expensive if you do not. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right, cool. I think that's... That's good for your intro to VR, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to wrap up the podcast here. However, we're not necessarily done in VR. We have a after hours. So for those that are here in the stream, a lot of you dropped out because the stream (laughs) dropped midway through. Um, We apologize for that. But for those that are still here, uh, we will have the after hours as usual might not be too long because I know I have to get going um, and a couple of us do as well, but we're going to be here for a little bit. We're going to be answering questions from chat and that does not get uploaded anywhere except for Patreon. So first off, join the Discord server. You will get up. You will get update up there. <laughs> up-to-date information on, on everything we're doing. We announce everything there. There's also tons of great conversations. I know like, when I like listen to podcasts, I'm always like hesitant. Like, do I really want to join the Discord? Come on, guys. Just just join. It's so easy. And it's a lot of fun. Let's do it. Come join the Discord server. If you want your questions to be priority for the Q&A, if you want access to the Q&A, excuse me, the after hours, but in video recorded form, and if you want early access to the podcast itself, typically a day or two early, and you want it in that high-quality stereo version that's just so sweet on the ears... Trust me, I think it is. <laughs> Maybe that's just because I'm an audiophile. Um, <laughs> come check out the Patreon. It's $5 a month, and we like to think that it's pretty worth it. Hopefully you do, too. And you support the podcast. Who doesn't love that? And with that, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you're on Spotify, consider checking out the YouTube channel. If you're on YouTube, consider checking out any, well, not just Spotify, any any podcast platform. And we will catch you all on the next podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.